This is Photo Biz X, episode number 444, and today I'm taking a look back at my favorite interviews and why for 2021. These are my collection of must-not-miss interviews for the year and the perfect place to refer back to if you have a little downtime over the Christmas New Year break. Those recommendations are coming up in just a minute. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast-track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Something different for this time of year, I didn't want to release another interview and overwhelm you over the Christmas New Year break. I'm recording outside today. Christmas is just around the corner. My youngest brother and his wife and two young kids have just turned up, so it's way too noisy to record inside. So if you do hear some noises in the background, that's exactly why. Well, What a year it has been. Who could have predicted the craziness of the last 12 months? And if you are on my email list, you would have received an email from me last week asking about your best achievements for 2021. And I've got to say, I was flooded with so many great replies. And I got a real sense of the fact that, yes, it was a tough year, but there were so many positives that still came out of it for so many listeners to the podcast. And as tough as it is and was running a business in 2021 with COVID and cancellations and travel restrictions and everything that's gone along with the pandemic, there were so, so many success stories from so many of you, which is just heartwarming, motivating, exciting, and encouraging all at the same time. I'm not going to go into details on those replies, but I did want to let you know that No matter how tough you have found this year, it is still possible, very possible, to have a successful photography business now and into the future. And if you want some help with that, I've got some great interviews from the past 12 months to recommend. Now, just before we get into those recommendations, I do want to say a massive, massive thank you for your support throughout the last 12 months. It's hard to believe that it's coming up to nine years of recording the podcast interviews. And I've got to say, I love doing this as much as the day as the idea was born so, so long ago. And if it wasn't for you downloading, listening to the podcast, and more importantly, the premium members, if you are a premium member, you know, without your support, this podcast would not be possible. And it's because of you that there are no ads on the podcast. I don't have to interview particular guests because they've got something to sell. I've got total freedom to bring you the best possible interviews I can find with the best guests, most suitable guests that I can find out there. I don't have to be concerned with selling courses or promoting coaches, pushing conferences or products or gear because I have total freedom to produce the kind of content that I'm hoping you're looking for because of your support as a premium member. It's you that make this possible. It also means if someone that I do interview does have a fantastic course or resource or training, I can generally get some kind of a rebate or discount for you as well, which I I love when I can do that. It's my little way to say thank you for being a premium member. Now, with all that being said, I do want to get in and share some of my favorite interviews for 2021. I could easily say that like every interview and every interview guest has something for every photographer. That's that's really what I believe with my heart. But there were some interviews that really did stand out throughout the year. And these are the ones I want to recommend to you. 
and for different reasons as well. And I'm going to go into those briefly and we'll get through these pretty quickly. Now, if you are looking for links to any of these interviews, you can easily go to the episode number and jump over to the premium episode from there. There's a link right at the top of each post, or you can simply go to photobizx.com forward slash 444, and you'll find links to every episode that I'm recommending to you here now. Alrighty, so without further ado, let's get into this, my recommendations for the 2021 podcast interviews. I'm going to kick off with episode 401, which featured Damon Pillman. And what I love about Damon's interview was he was at a point where COVID was literally wrecking his business. There were cancellations galore. Cash flow was down. He needed to do something to turn things around quickly. And what he shared was super simple. It might be scary for you, but he simply picked up the phone and started calling past clients. And he was calling his past wedding clients and looking to photograph their family portraits. And incredibly, it worked so, so well. Now, like I said, it could be a scary approach for you, but have a listen to that interview with Damon. He shares exactly how he did it, what he talked about, how he kicked off the conversation and how it led to bookings. So if you are struggling with cash flow, if you need to get people in front of your camera, this is one of the easiest things you could do in regards to generating bookings fast. So episode 401 with Damon Pillman. Get back and have a listen to that one if you haven't heard it. The week after, I interviewed Katie Collenberg, who has one of the most successful portrait photography business in the country here in Australia. And in a similar vein to Damon, she had to take control with her photography business during the pandemic because of the cancellations as well. And what Katie did was super, super simple particularly if you are the kind of business operator that has bookings well in advance. What Katie did, and it sounds so crazy and so simple to say this, is whenever she got a cancellation, she would go straight to her calendar, to her database, her client management software, find another client that was booked in the future, call them and reschedule them to take the spot of the recently cancelled spot. I mean, it it sounds so, so simple, but by doing this, she was able to keep her calendar full and she went on to have the biggest year she's ever had in her photography business. Just incredible. So Katie shares exactly how she did this. Of course, it relies on on you having good marketing in place where you have a lot of leads coming in consistently, which is exactly what Katie and Jeremy do have with their business. So episode 402, get back and have a listen to that one. Okay, we're going to skip over a few episodes and jump over to 405, episode 405 with Adam Taylor. And what I love about this interview is I learned something that I didn't know was possible. Adam is re-licensing images after being commissioned for a commercial shoot with one client. He's re-licensing those same images to other clients. This is <laughs> this is mind-blowing to me. I love this. So to give you a bit of an idea, let's say he gets called in to photograph a kitchen for a an architectural firm, for example, in a new home, a new home build. He goes in, he photographs that kitchen for the architect. Then he relicenses those same images to the kitchen installation business, for example, or the manufacturer of the appliances in that kitchen. Now, this is all above board. He does it all beforehand. It's a very, very cool way to maximize your profits from any of the commercial sessions you're doing. This is all brand new to me, but I totally love this idea. Episode 405 with Adam Taylor, if you're looking to learn how to license or relicense your photos for maximum profit. 
Okay, again, we're going to skip over a few weeks and jump over to episode 411, which featured PhotoBizX premium member Kristen Karkoska of Blue Sky Studios in California, USA. I absolutely love recording this interview with Kristen, not only because she is a PhotoBizX premium member, but because of the success of her business. This is an example of someone who is skilled at actually running a business, you know, not just the photography side of things. She optimized, she paid for and optimized her website SEO wise. She gets a lot of traffic for her keyword phrases that she's looking to rank for. But not only that, she's optimized her website as a lead generating machine. So she's collecting email addresses and contact details for people who come and visit her website It's very easy to do. You can see if you go and visit her website, how she's doing this. And as a result, visitors to her site go into her funnel, for want of a better word, and she goes on to talk to those potential clients, converts them into paying clients, and then she educates them on the importance of wall art and goes on to make fantastic sales of either wall art or albums. If you're looking for some inspiration on how to put together a truly good photography business, get back and have a listen to that interview with Kristen Karkoska. The week after, I was introduced to something brand new to me in the world of AI. I interviewed Ron and Yotam of Imagine AI. And wow, I mean, I I was blown away by how much time can be saved in post-production and editing if you start using software like Imagine AI. Now, if you haven't heard this one, basically you upload uh, one, two, three, or 4,000 of your past edited images. The AI software learns your editing style, and then once it knows your style, it creates a profile around your editing style. And then from then on, anytime you do a session, you do a cull, you upload your uh, Keeper photos from your Lightroom preview catalog and they come back from imagine ai in literally minutes edited in your style like this is truly incredible stuff and it's very very affordable so have a listen to that one if you're spending way too much time in post-production funnily enough uh, kristen karkoska who i mentioned earlier is now utilizing imagine ai along with so many other photographers and she said it's totally changed the way she's doing her editing and her and, and running her business it's really helped in regards to profits and cutting down that editing time. A couple of weeks later, I interviewed Natasha March for episode 414. She is a newborn photographer owner, a very successful business operator, who utilizes video in such a professional way. Now, there's a good chance you already know the benefits of video, but go and have a look at what Natasha's doing. Have a listen to her interview. See how she's educating clients with her video, how she's creating funny, humorous videos to make better connections with her prospective clients, how she's showing off her products, her wall art, her albums, all with video. This is very, very skillfully done, beautifully done. And if you get a sense that, wow, like there's, there's no way you could ever create the kind of videos that she is, rest assured, she started somewhere too. And she shares a lot about how to get started and how to utilize video in your business as a beginner and then take it from there. Really great stuff from Natasha in that interview. My next must-listen interview is for you, particularly if you are a personal brand photographer, maybe a headshot photographer, or looking to move into that space. I interviewed Paula Brennan for episode 416, and she shared about 
the iterations that she's had in her business, you know, how she's gone from wedding photographer to portrait photographer to headshot to branding photographer and how she's supremely proud of that growth. She doesn't hide that fact. You can go back through her social media profiles and find out or see examples of her past work. She doesn't care. In addition to all that, she shares how she's doing or selling these $10,000 personal brand photography days where she books in up to four women, generally women, for these one-day sessions and is generating over $10,000 on these days. There's obviously a lot more to it. She shares so much in that interview. We talk a lot about pricing, advertising, lead generation. This is a must-listen interview if you are looking at or already working in that personal brand space. A week later, I interviewed Tana Basile for episode 417. If you want to hear from a photographer who has systematized their business, you need to look no further. Like She has everything down to a system in her business. And it's the reason, a big reason, why she is as successful as she is. And we go deep into detail on those systems in her business. I mean, yeah, of course, she's a fantastic photographer. She knows how to talk to clients. But everything is systematized from the very first contact until the, the, the products are delivered to the client. Everything is following a system. So if you are all over the place or you want to develop and improve your systems, I know you'll get a ton from what Tana had to share in episode 417. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> look, if you wondering why I'm skipping so many interviews, it's because I really wanted to have a, a, lean, a lean list for you to go back and investigate on a variety of topics. And I really honestly feel that every interview guest, every interview that I've recorded has something for every photographer, for every listener. I genuinely feel that. But I was looking to sort of pick the eyes out of my favorite interviews for 2021, create some kind of a short list for you to go back and investigate if you've got some downtime or you're looking to, to work on a specific part of your business. I really would have liked to include everyone. All right, let's move on. The next episode I want to recommend to you is episode 420 with Kim Hamlin, who sold her photography business, and that is the focus of that episode. She knew that she was looking to build a photography business to sell someday. And in the interview, she talks about how she built that business, how she went on to advertise and sell the business, who she sold it to, how much she sold it for, and all the details that go along with selling a business. I and mean, this really was an eye-opening interview for me. And I know you'll get a ton from what Kim had to share if, if you have the same kind of mindset and are thinking along the same lines where you're wanting to build a business that is a saleable asset at some stage, which I don't think many photographers are doing these days. This is really eye-opening. And whether or not you're thinking about selling, I know you're going to get a ton from what Kim shares about how to build and run a successful business without being hands-on day in, day out. Because that's what you have to do if you want to sell your business. You need to have a business, create a business that can run without you being there and doing things day to day. That's the only way it can become saleable. And that's exactly what Kim did. Built a successful, profitable business, and at the same time, removing herself from that business. It really is an incredible story. Now, for episode 421 with Philip Bloom, this is one I was really worried. I was concerned about recording this one because my biggest fear is when I have a guest on that has a course that we're going to be discussing is they just don't want to share enough. They want to hold everything back and just give enough away to entice you to go and buy their course. And that, that, that's my biggest fear. I hate doing those interviews. I really do. I've only had a couple of them 
since I started the podcast. But Philip absolutely blew me away with what he shared. Like nothing was off limits. He shared anything I asked him about. He didn't dodge any questions. Like it, he just laid it all out. It was fantastic. Like if, if you are looking to introduce mini sessions to your business or you want to improve how you're doing mini sessions, you could listen to that interview with Philip Bloom, go away and implement what he shares and have have a profitable mini session system in place. Like it was that good. Now, of course, well, actually, you know, what I would suggest is go and do that if you want to use mini sessions. And once you make the profits from the first time you run them, go ahead and buy their course because I'm sure you'll get even more than what he shared in that, uh, in that one hour interview. But that, that is a perfect starting place to get going with mini sessions. And the reason I had Philip on was because I actually asked you, the listener, would you rather hear from the person behind the course or someone who's actually implemented the course? And I heard that you wanted both. So you'll find the week after an interview with another guest who actually used and implemented what Philip shares in his course. So yeah, there's basically two bites of this cherry there on profitable mini sessions. A few weeks later, I interviewed Jeff Brown, the photography business coach for episode 425. And what I love about Jeff is as much as he knows about marketing and building a photography business, he openly says his specialty is LinkedIn and he uses LinkedIn for photography lead generation. I love how that's his lane, that's his specialty, it's where he focuses and because of that, he just knows, I want to say everything there is to know about LinkedIn for photographers. He's that good and chances are if you implement what Jeff shares about LinkedIn, you will get in front of your ideal client because there's a very good chance that your ideal client is already on LinkedIn and you might find there's less competition and it's a lot easier to get in front of your ideal client on LinkedIn as opposed to the other social media networks like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok or Snapchat (laughs) if anyone's, any photographers are still using Snapchat or continue to. But this might be a brand new exciting avenue for you if you haven't investigated it yet. The week after, I was again blown away as I interviewed PhotoBizX premium member Sarah Louise Jackson for episode 426. Now, Sarah works in a genre that I was aware of, but I didn't know of anyone specializing in, and it was building or it is building an architectural photography. And as stereotypical as this is, I, I expected that to be a more male-dominated genre of photography, and I was way wrong there. The reason I was so blown away was not the fact that Sarah is a woman working in that space, but just how successful she is and what a profitable business she's built in that space. Just incredible. From memory, it was four or $500,000, and she's working alone in that business. Just incredible. What a success story. And you know, the one thing that, that keeps coming back to me about that interview was the guts that Sarah had with her pricing strategy right from the very start when she was going after her target market. Uh, I still refer to that strategy when I'm talking to other photographers or business people, even when I'm just out on the golf course and, and, and the topic of sales comes up. Sarah is, is an absolute inspiration when it comes to gutsy pricing. It was so, so good. Anyway, there's a ton to learn from Sarah on that topic, go and have a listen to that one if you've never entertained the idea of building or architectural photography. Even if you're a newborn photographer, you will get something from what Sarah had to share in that interview. A few weeks later, for episode 433, I interviewed an absolute favorite, favorite of mine, and I'm guessing yours too, and that was John Glazer from the US. He's based in Texas, 
John is a, a portrait photographer, a studio-based portrait photographer, who shared the best success story. Uh, a number of years ago, he lost a lot of money uh, on a photography business project, like in the multiple tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, like you, you could literally hear how much it hurts to talk about it. And last year was sort of his last throw of the dice to make photography business work. You know, he had a full-time job. Uh, I don't want to say that his wife gave him an ultimatum, but, you know, it was getting to the point where, like, you know, this had to work or he had to give up this idea of photography business and just focus on being the breadwinner in a, in a regular job. Anyway, John hired photography business coach Bernie Griffiths. He made uh, a number of changes and business has just rocketed ever since. Like, it, this is a true success story. Just amazing. Uh, have a listen to that one if you want to learn more about business, if you want some inspiration, proof that it can be done. Like, again, all this through the pandemic, just incredible. And you'll be really happy to know that I've since recorded a follow-up interview with John. It hasn't gone live yet. It's going to go live in 2022. And I can, <laughs> I can reveal that things are going from strength to strength. John is slowly removing himself from the day-to-day -day operations, the shooting and the selling, and profits are going up. Leads are increasing. It's just, like, it's amazing. So <laughs> get on board with John Glazer. Have a listen to episode 433 if you haven't, and look out for the new recording with John in early 2022. The week after the interview with John, I interviewed Liz Wilcox for episode 434. Now, Liz is not a photographer. She is an email expert, and she taught us in that interview how to write unsucky emails to book photography clients. I became a massive fan of Liz when I discovered her uh, online. I signed up for her $9 a month email course, and I was absolutely hooked. So this course is, uh, you can find it at photobizx.com forward slash Liz. It's $9 a month, and every week I get an email template uh, an idea, uh, a pre-written email to send out to my email list. Now you can do exactly the same. Like this, this is like it's, it's really it's a game changer if you want to use email in your business. I fill in the blanks and I have a fun email with ideas all ready to go every single week. It just really has changed the way I do email. And I'm I call myself a comfortable writer. I'm comfortable coming up with ideas. I like writing. I like writing emails. But Liz has just made it so much easier. And she's got a great backstory. Um, she's really fun. Stuck in the 80s. <laughs> and unashamedly so. I know you'll get a ton from what Liz had to share in that interview, episode 434. And look, my final recommendation for 2021 was last week, episode 443, with Trina Julius. And she shared everything you could possibly want to know about kindergarten photography business or kindy or preschool photography business. Uh, again, Trina is one of these incredible, has one of these incredible success stories where she's making multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars working for herself. She has weekends off, which is almost unheard of as a photographer and is loving what she does and is incredibly profitable as well. She shares a ton about the genre. You'll get so much from Trina, whether or not you photograph kindergartens, or if you're considering moving into that genre, it, it's a must listen. It really is that good. Trina was incredibly generous with what she shared. 
in last week's interview. So that is it. That is my must-listen interviews not to be missed for 2021. Now, look, I do have an additional four special mentions. And these, these special mentions, they all go to PhotoBizX Premium members who are interviewed throughout the year. The first one is for episode 429 with L Payne. L, if you are listening, congratulations on the birth of your second child. I hope you are doing well. And for you, the listener, if you, if you need a dose of inspiration, like, look no further than this interview with L. She is a super talented photographer, but somewhere along the line, business became the bigger focus than photography like she got her photography to a place where like i will say it's absolutely gorgeous it is beautiful she is a fantastic photographer but business is where it's at for l now and you can see that you can hear that in that interview she's hired a number of photography business coaches and (laughs) she has her sights on big big goals for the future i've no doubt she's going to achieve them she shares a ton about her business growth in that interview it's well worth a listen the week after that one i interviewed ian sim for episode 430 i think that was the third or fourth time i've had ian on the show he is always an inspiration always delivering when it comes to the podcast interviews in that interview ian shared how he's introduced zoom for his in-person sales session instead of having face-to-face conversations with his clients he's doing it all over zoom now now what was incredible to me is that Ian shared the fact that sales have not dropped one little bit since he moved over to Zoom. And now that means he has more time at home with his family, less time driving to a client's home or tidying up his place to have a client come over, less time for the client to travel. Like Everything is just so much better, especially considering the sales have not dropped one little bit. Like This is, again, this is a must-listen If you are doing IPS and it's taking too much time, you don't enjoy IPS, or you want to introduce IPS, but you feel like you don't have anywhere to sit and show off your products and what you sell. If you can do this via Zoom, there's no reason why you can't be doing IPS and uh, increasing your sales. Definitely a must listen. Okay, also I've got a big shout out or a special mention for Nick Buttigieg, who I interviewed for episode 436. Uh, Nick, again, another another success story. He lives in a very small town in Western Australia. He had a full-time job and things were going along okay, but it didn't really look like photography was going to be an easy journey as a, you know, as a full-time income earner. Anyway, Nick hired photography business coach Joel Dunn. Uh, Joel pretty much transformed Nick's mindset, introduced some new marketing strategies, which Nick shares in the interview, and he has since quit his day job. He's full-time with photography, making more money, and what is amazing to me is he's able to keep running a similar or the same type of promotions month after month to a very small population, and he continues to bring in new clients. Like This, this was a real... A real eye-opener for me. I think this will blow you away, particularly if you live in a uh, in an area with a small population and you're trying to build a photography business. Yeah, Nick Buttigieg, go and have a listen to that one, episode 436. And the week after, for 437 or episode 437, I interviewed Sam Gilmore. Uh, and I, I loved interviewing Sam because I've worked closely with Sam in the past and the pandemic was wreaking havoc on his business he's got a a small family a growing family 
He's only part-time, but his full-time job is looking to go full-time with photography. And the pandemic really threw a spanner in the works. And he, he's, he, you know, he contacted me and contacted me and spoke to me about cash flow being a real issue. And what he did was uh, download Elena Blair's schooled program. And this was basically, it felt like his last roll of the dice to, you know, to get something happening as re- in regards to cash flow and photography. And he went door to door to the local kindergartens and started signing them up for photography days. And he basically followed exactly what Alina shares in her course. Since then, Sam has gone on to have two of his biggest months ever in his photography business. Just, just amazing. So this is a, the perfect addition to the Trina Julius interview. And it could be something to think about if you're looking to increase your cash flow as well. So yeah, look, they're my, my special mentions for 2021. So that's a wrap for this episode. Look, I hope, I hope wherever you are in the world, you have an amazing Christmas. I hope you stay safe, healthy and well. I hope 2022 is going to shape up and be better than ever for you. I certainly intend to be there by your side, delivering interviews that I'm hoping will help you grow your business more effectively and help you to become more profitable faster than without the interviews. That's my plan. If you've heard all the interviews that I've already recommended in today's wrap-up, look, just enjoy some time off. Enjoy some downtime. Be with your family. Be in the moment. The business will be there when you come back to it, as will the Photo Biz X podcast. Again, massive thanks to your support throughout 2021. I really couldn't be here doing what I do without you listening to the podcast. So again, massive thanks to you. Stay safe, healthy and well, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 